Join us as we delve into the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Every episode should be presumed to include an NSFW, parental advisory, trigger warning, etc. Welcome Welcome to to the the Doom Generation. Generation. So I bet you're wondering, who these hoes? Well, I'm Nicole. And I'm Tessa. And we are bringing you this nostalgic podcast that's going to cover the years... Let's say 1980 to 2000, yeah, around is there. Is the plan somewhere yeah, in there? So there. our formative years. If we talk about movies, if we talk about shows, spoiler alert: yeah. these things are 20 to 30 years to 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ain't seen them, you probably so- weren't gonna. Sorry about it. Sorry. Sorry. So yeah. So I am currently. This is Nicole. I am currently 41 years old, probably will be 42 by the time you're hearing this. Yeah, this is uh, April of 2021. So right yes. now I know what the intro says, but I'm 39. This is Tessa, by the way. <sighs> yeah, she's not there yet. Right. She hasn't I know. joined the club I, I'm like yet. almost there, but she was gracious enough to let me include her <laughs> as a 40 something <laughs> in advance. I've been inducted early into the 40 club, but uh, that's another way to say we're two years apart. We did not know each other growing up. We did not go to high school together. We did not experience a lot of these things at the same time. But these are a lot of the things that brought us together as friends in our early 20s. Yes. Yeah. We met in at our early point, 20s. That's been a long time. It's been a long time. A long time. Girl. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. So when you get to be almost 40, 40 something year old ladies, you, you get to it's get to thinking about the things that they were good in life back oh, in the day. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah. And so Take you start trip. to think there's some other people out there mm-hmm. who might want to talk about or listen to someone talk about all of these wonderful things right. that made us who we are today. Right. And then sometimes you start taking that trip down memory lane and the lane gets really dark. Yes, it does. And <laughs> scary. And the car veers off course <laughs> and like, crashes into a tree. <laughs> catches on fire. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Explosions. So that's that's kind of it. That's kind of what we're doing here. So yeah, we're going to talk about the things we loved unapologetically. Uh, we Even though we're going to come across things and actors and the people who made the movie that are problematic. Oh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We're not going to shy away from it, but we're, we have no shame in the fact that we love the trash that we love today. Zero shame. Zero shame. None. And so this week, we're going to get into Heathers. Yes. The original. The original Heathers. 1989. Winona Ryder. Christian Slater. Shannon Doherty. Glenn Shaddix. Who's Glenn Shaddix again? Oh, it's Otho, girl. Otho. <laughs> You guys remember Otho from Beetlejuice. You remember Winona Ryder from Beetlejuice. We don't need them. We have Otho. That's right. So we were small children when this movie came out. Right. We're not that old. Jesus Christ. I mean. So we didn't see this movie in the theater. Not at all. We saw this movie years later in the 90s at some point. We were both probably middle school age. About there, I'd say. And um, loved it immediately, I would say, for me, for sure. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Once you see Winona Ryder and Christian Slater, right? you're in. In. 
we I mean, I know for me, I immediately with the outfits, I went straight to I had to have the vest pleated skirt blue tight mary jane combo culotte layers oh yes oh yes oh yes vests 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 totally i mean and because i fancied myself a veronica well it was the navy blue tights of course or not always navy i had a navy blue i had a little bit of a lighter blue yeah oh yeah a lot of denim Oh yeah, a lot of denim, a lot of suits. hats. How I didn't hats, have girl. the the hats in this movie mm. go above and beyond. Well, I didn't know, have no hats like that. You know, I love a chapeau. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have been um, visiting the haberdasher <laughs> for low these many years. So I've been a hat gal since hat way back then. Gal. Not wearing one now, but that's okay. Yeah. So the hats, the layers, the color coding, they had it all going on. The click was color coded. You had Heather Chandler in the red. Right. Power. Right. What do we say? What do we find? Oh, yeah. Heather Duke in the what was green that? Today I MV. Learned. Yes. Right. Today I learned that <laughs> apparently there list. was color coding. Right. It was like a list of like the color coding, how Heather McNamara was in yellow because she was a coward. And then you have Heather Duke in her envious green. And then she like slowly Right. Turns into there's like a couple of uh, combo ensembles with like a little bit of red and green. And before and the she green goes fully shades red, change. They do. They get brighter they do. before it goes red. Mm-hmm. It does, Her hair it does. gets bigger, too. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that. True, true, true. <laughs> All right. So uh, I probably first rented this movie. My parents rented this movie for me at one of our local video stores, I'm sure on a VHS. I'm not going to explain what that is. Motherfuckers. If you don't know what a VHS is, <laughs> right. you're on the wrong Sorry, podcast. Google, it. Google, Google it. it. Google it. So yeah. And Tessa, I probably saw it on TV Sunday afternoon, morning, whatever on whatever oh, yeah heavily was it usa usa oh by the way we're in california i don't know if that makes a difference but for as far as our perspective we grew up in california southern oh, california yeah. which may that's make some difference to our perspective perhaps. about certain that's elements of things have, yes so of our culture that's, that's our only culture is southern california so <laughs> <laughs> you get to know my, my southern culture is california that's right <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but yeah no uh Oh, the swatch watches too, of course. Oh, I mean, yeah, they didn't make a bit. huge deal about it, but I mean, everybody, one. that was a thing. I just had to the have one. the swatch watch. I definitely had at least one. Well, what was the thing? It was the swatch watches was like the interchangeable bands. Yes. Is that what it was? Or, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I definitely had something with the interchangeable bands. I don't know whether it was a swatch, but I feel like everything in those days was interchangeable. The only accessory I never had and still want to this day is the monocle. Oh, yeah. I don't need a monocle. Well, I wear glasses. It would be annoying to wear. <laughs> be a bit much. I feel like it seems kind of useless, but... <laughs> the monocle would be overkill for me. I want a monocle. I do, too. I don't but... know why. <laughs> All right. So why, why did we watch this movie? What... what, what well, what you think it just came on? Well, or seeing how you're flipping through the channels, lazy afternoon, and boom, Winona Ryder. Right. There she is. You love Winona Ryder. What's going on here? Oh, what? Christian Slater? Oh, damn. Right. right. So you're in, then you're watching it. And it's then it's a like, hip teen movie. Right. You're going along, and then you have your, oh, all right, this looks good. Everything's really colorful. And they're like, oh, they go to this party. Things kind of go sideways, and then bam, murder. Right. Murder. Sucked in. Accidental? I don't know. Right. Too but young to be watching it, surely, both of us. Probably, but it was an 80s PG 13. So right, right, right. That's different. 
Yeah, same. Like, I think the video cover was, mm-hmm. you know, it, that's all I needed to know. Winona Ryder, Shannon Doherty, Christian Slater. I was like 12 or 13, seventh or eighth grade. Mom, can I rent this? Mom did not give a shit. So, yeah, yeah sure, whatever. <laughs> Didn't no. have boobs on the cover. So, the hair it says high school. So, right. all right, here you go. And immediately hooked. What, prob- maybe I've watched this movie more than any it's gonna be in the top five of the movies i've watched the most times yeah i mean i'll watch anytime it's on for sure i'll throw it on anytime it's on for sure see it come up on a list i'll watch it for sure i have somewhere if we ever start uh, our instagram or anything (laughs) that the ensemble that i wore to go see phantom of the opera in the eighth grade oh, that was my veronica was sawyer your, look that was your look i even had what i thought was veronica sawyer hair and was so not well i mean like what you had a bob <laughs> true i had a wavy bob so i, mean, I guess maybe it, maybe i didn't have veronica sawyer hair i couldn't really see it at special. the time it wasn't it wasn't spectacular it was just whatever she made one she made me want to write my diary again which that didn't last long i never kept up long with a diary but that oh. angst that scribbling. i have several i have so many diaries it's embarrassing in fact we have a a little pack that if i die first she's got to get into my garage and just burn it all right don't even look at it i'm not allowed to even read them no i'm not even saving it for i don't know why i don't i only have one somewhere that's like a little twin star oh god <laughs> little twin stars <laughs> diary and it only goes up till like right after i lost my virginity oh. and then i was done it was I, like oh i'm done with the diary writing so much ridiculous in there i have a bunch of like movie ticket stubs i don't know somewhere i probably have that stuff but it wasn't in a diary just stuff glued to things but anyway yep yep for diaries, sure whatnot. so this movie opens on Oh, a dream sequence. A dream sequence. It's which you don't day. immediately realize, no. which will come up again. We've got a couple of these dream sequences that you don't immediately realize are dream sequences. No, no, you don't. You just kind of, it starts off, it's a beautiful sunny day. Mm-hmm. They're playing croquet. You're introduced to the Heathers, who is Heather Chandler, Heather Duke, and Heather McNamara. And uh, you see her put her hair up in the famous red scrunchie. They all take their shot, and um, Heather Chandler goes last and chips the ball right into Veronica's head, who is buried up to the neck. Which is when you realize grass. it's a but dream it's, it sequence. Must be a dream. Is it that moment? Hope so, right? Yes. Uh, to which the first line is, "Dear Diary, Heather told me." That real life sucks losers dry. Yes, we have. If you really- want to fuck with the Eagles. You better learn how to fly. So I asked her, do you teach people to fly? She said, yes. And I said, you're beautiful. There we go. <laughs> oh, my God. What an opening. Oh, what an what opening. An opening. Yeah. So what that's a, a little preview to the type of dialogue you're going to get in this well, movie. You're going to get some doozies in this one. I got to think. What was it? Because it certainly wasn't if you want to fuck with the Eagles when I saw it. Oh, yeah, because you would have seen it edited. So what did they do it twice? If you want to fly with the Eagles, if you want to mess with the Eagles, if you want to fiddle with the Eagles. They probably just bleeped it or just mute, you know, if you want to with the Eagles. Yeah, they didn't get creative with that until later, but I feel like they would have. Right. If you want to soar with the Eagles, you better learn how to fly. Probably. probably Yes, probably. Ah, yes. Edited for TV. I don't know. 
I haven't had regular TV in so long. Mm-hmm. I assume they still edit for TV, oh, but on free to. TV, they don't. It's no. weird. No. Well, I think they have like awards for it now. For oh, like really? the best. I, I don't think they're like serious awards, but oh, like they think they have like awards. Little, probably internet awards. I'll look it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I could be making this up. I don't know. Maybe, right. Maybe in my world there is. All right. So after we have our little dream sequence, we open with Dear Diary and then we're on to uh, school, right? Yeah, they're in school. She says, haul your ass into the calf to where we get to the letter. The So this is where we learn the dynamic of the Heathers. Yes. The dynamic of the who's Heathers. Who's in charge. Mm-hmm. And they all listen to Heather Chandler. Obviously. And Veronica is... Not as into it as everybody else, obviously, from the get-go. She doesn't seem like it. Well, she's not, she clearly is because she's not a Heather. And we don't know really at what point. I mean, we know that they've been friends apparently all through high school. They're juniors. Right. It seems like they've been friends since at least the ninth grade, but it well, it doesn't really... I feel like her and Betty Finn were not friends since elementary school. Maybe middle. So maybe, maybe middle through high school, high Veronica's school. been a Heather. Hold up, though. How can that be? Hmm. Because, oh, wait, no, never mind. Because hmm. I was going to say, because Veronica was like skipped a few grades, but then they oh, did yeah, skip yeah. her a few grades, so she could totally be friends with her. Right, right, right. Never mind. That made no sense. Because, yeah, I don't think it ever specifies they've <laughs> been friends forever or anything no. like that. But Betty Finn, it makes it seem like that was maybe elementary or middle school that I they last hung was out. Probably like middle school. So they they've like all been hanging out since it mattered. Well, I since mean, there was a high in your school name. It was like, it's like they're people I work with and our job is being popular and shit. Exactly. So, so. We open in the cafeteria, in the calf, in the sorry, calf. in the calf. Once you haul your ass there to haul the your calf. Ass to the calf <sighs> to forge a note to Martha Dump Truck. Which, why? Poor Martha Dump Truck. Really? But Martha. Martha, girl. Martha. Why? 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 Why did you think? Why would you think? Why would you ever? I was foolish. That was foolish. And why bother with the forging of the, who knows, do you remember knowing anybody's handwriting in high school? Like, would you have been Eh. able to eyeball, like if it wasn't a good friend? Well, yeah. That you wrote notes back and forth to, would you have been able to eyeball some fucking handwriting? Be like, oh, that's Ram's handwriting. Notes were a thing, but that would have been your friend. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know why Martha Dumchuck would have even known that was one of their handwriting. Well, and then why would she believe it? Martha. 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 Martha girl. Martha Dumchuck. You a danger girl. Martha Dunstock. Yes, not Martha Dumchuck. We should refer sure. to her by her proper name, Martha Dunstock. Whatever. She deserves respect. She does. She does. She didn't ever hurt nobody. No, she didn't. She didn't earn it. So she poor Martha, you her. see these girls torturing Martha for absolutely no reason no whatsoever. Because no you don't reason. have anything against her. You got nothing for her either. That's but they're right. just mean. That's right. It's mean know? for no reason because I can be. Right. But then you look across the room and who's over there? Oh, watching this. Horse. Watching this whole debauchery go down, this whole debacle. (laughs) His eyebrows. Hey, lift that little pointy Mm. eyebrow up at me, boy. All right, Christian Slater. So we see across the room in his little trench coat. Yeah, we do. JD names Jason Dean. Oh hell yeah, it is. So James Dean. But you know, he sees it, lets it go, whatever. Apparently, Um, is this? 
and then we're um, doing the they, then we start the so we do the letter but nothing happens immediately so they drop the letter off they sneak it onto martha's oh, plate right sneak it on her tray but then right. we're gonna do lunchtime poll right fucking lunchtime poll lunchtime so lunchtime poll presumably for the yearbook based on all clues available yeah which has been up till now a political question but if i've got to do oh. another political question oh. i'm gonna or at least know, there's something. been a few there's yeah there have been a few and it seems like what we've been able to deduce <laughs> they're for the yearbook i'm guessing but they've decided we're gonna do a more fun question today and they came up with this question in study hall or whatever that you're with me in study hall when i thought of it yes and it's Aliens land on the earth <laughs> and say they're going to blow it up in two days. Well, on the same know, day. On the same day. That big Ed. Oh, my Ed God. Ed McMahon. Which well, you all, if you don't know, fucking Ed House, McMahon, Publishers Clearing House, win a million dollars. Google it. Google it. Anyway, then you find out the world's going to explode in two days after you won, what, a million dollars, five million dollars, whatever. What do you do check. with the money? So they go and they do I don't know how long these bitches' lunch break is. It's like four hours long. They did the whole month of fucking campus. Right? They went down to the the football field. How long does it usually take? Because she never want to talk to, she wants to ask. 30 to 45 minutes, I'm going to guess, is a high school lunch break. Right. It's somewhere in there. And they went all across campus. They went in the football field. How long does this lunchtime poll usually take? Oh, yeah. I don't know. talk to all those people. Right. Because she says she doesn't want to talk to just the same old people. So they talk to more people. That one table with the, I'll slide that wad over to my father. (laughs) I spent all my allowance at the limited. Right. I would give it all to the poor. Every yeah. Cent. What would you have? Done? Oh, well. Here's a thing that I didn't even think to ask. Hmm. What would you have done at? Oh, what God. do you think if you were six? Let's say 16 years old. You're in high school, and 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 fucking Heather and Veronica, Heather and Veronica. walk up to your table. First of all, tell me the table you would have been at in that cafeteria. Oh God. I don't know. I it was the 80s, though. So our high school dynamic probably wasn't the same clicks. It would have been different, but I, I probably wouldn't even have been in there. I would have been hiding somewhere. I was very much the Ali Sheedy. I, I only ate in the cafeteria in elementary school. Oh, I know. No, I never. We Only elementary school. And then it was out outside. We're, oh, yeah. By the way, we're in California. Because we forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah. We no, we, we ate outside. Yeah, you could eat outside. Every, everything was Be open. jealous. <laughs> it did not snow here. No. And we ate outside. But now the summers are like 115 degrees. <laughs> now, that kind of sucks. So don't be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's hot One here. One good earthquake and we're in the ocean. And it's hot here. <laughs> it's hot in here. Anyway, <laughs> so we're back in the cafeteria. We've done the lunchtime poll. We've still got time left to sit and pick at our food. Mm-hmm. Nobody drinks anything in the school but motherfucking carnation milk. They don't do right. juice or water or no. any other beverage and this not even chocolate. Was, it was sponsored by Carnation Milk. Right? It must have been. Not even chocolate Carnation Milk. No, just, just plain old plain. Carnation Milk. So anyway, they get done. They get back to Martha. Oh, what were you going to say? Kurt uh, and Ram. Oh, yeah. So Martha well, gets no, the so note. But we got Kurt oh, and Ram. Oh, Kurt and Ram with their side uh, combo. These right. fucking charming gentlemen. So Kurt here. and Ram having their little conversation, noticing across the room throughout this social whatever going on in their four hour lunch break that Veronica and JD have made eyes across the room to which they immediately feel the need to comment about how, uh, you know, was she into 
his act, no doubt, and calling him Bo Diddley like they know who that is. I don't know who that is. They don't know who that is. Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> I remember Bo Diddley. Well, yeah, I guess. I don't. I couldn't tell you what he does, but I remember the name, <laughs> I Bo the, Diddley. I know those words was together. In, on the television at some point in the 90s. I have to Google Bo Diddley. Anyway, right? so Kurt and Ram make it across the room. They see this guy in the corner all whatever, and they decide to... Give him a good scare, though, even though they're not going to kick his ass because they're seniors, right? This whole Does that happen before the Martha thing? I feel like it did. Girl, we didn't do our research. We didn't do shit for this we shit. We did. We watched, this sh- we watched the movie. We took notes and somehow and not still. Like we wanted because to why do I feel thing, like that was af- after Martha? But maybe because I feel like this was a four hour lunch Heather, break. Because so right? Heather and Veronica, the Heathers and Veronica left the cafeteria, I thought, by the time that happened where he pulled the gun because they didn't see him. Oh, God. And we didn't even talk about fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Fuck me gently with a chainsaw. I Why used did, every oh. opportunity I could to say that. So that was the in discussion of the lunchtime poll was like. OK, OK, OK. So we weren't too far off. Right. OK, uh, so we got they all want me as a chainsaw. friend or a fuck, which who didn't want that said about you? I'm worshipped at the school and I'm only a Jew. okay then the note so then we've got so these douchebags having this fucking conversation obviously using some language that is not appropriate even for our trigger warning parental advisory warning podcast we can we can fucking say it we're not saying it we don't approve of this language we would never we don't approve of this language but let's be honest when we were 12 and 13 did you not say fag Girl, you said fag. I of course I did. It's not okay. No, I'm not condoning it. No, I'm not. I'm apologizing. I'm Absolutely. sorry. I should have never fucking said it. I've said I'm not going to continue to fucking say it. But if it says it in something that we watched and we need to talk about it, well, then we're going to say it. But do we really want to make that a rule? Because there's other things that could be said that I ain't fucking saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking. Well, saying maybe it, it's girl. not a rule. It just depends on the on the thing. Depends on the context. It depends and on the thing. And by that, I mean there is one word that I am not fucking saying. Oh, yo, oh, well, yeah, like we're not, we're whiteish, not- at least white and whiteish. We're not going to say the N word. That's not, for, oh, for that. fucking damn saying. sure. No, 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 no. If we yeah. want to make that a rule no, no, to no. where we could say that F word, because yeah. I ain't saying the other one. I don't know whether I can claim I'm bisexual. Do I get to say that? I don't, know, I don't think like, I do. Well, but um, like I said, I don't call people that. No. That's not even something we say in jest to one another. No. We don't use it as a derogatory term. Your kid does. <laughs> but my gay child. They call each other fag. That's just, you know, that's all what happens. That's all what happens. So anyway, curtain ram, fucking meatheads, football players, captain and whatever of the football team. The whole reason we brought that up was to bring up the fact. Right. They have this. Okay. So we have to say it because it goes with that whole thing. Because there's that whole exchange that I think is kind of important where they go up to JD talking about. Uh, you know, making that joke is there are no fags policy in this cafeteria. And then JD answers, yeah, but they seem to have a pretty open door policy about assholes, though, to which right. he doesn't dispute it. Right. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't go, oh, fuck you. Right. Oh, no, no, God, no, whatever. no which, he doesn't care. He no. doesn't even raise. Well, he might raise an eyebrow literally. Well, but he can't <laughs> help that it. it's Christian's sleep. 
Because <laughs> that's just how he looks, you guys. He just Relax. Looks like that. That's just how he looks. So he takes it real cool. Yeah, which for know? the time was actually I thought was was some pretty cool. Like it was good, you know. Yeah. That he didn't react to that. No. It wasn't offensive to him. No. It was just oh really? Because you guys are assholes. Right. But also I don't are. care that you called me that. Yeah, he didn't even mention he, it. Whatever. He I'm confident in my masculinity. Get up and shoot him in the face though, which is right. That's true. So <laughs> then. So let's talk about this. So this is the early for us. Okay, the movie's made late 80s. We see it early 90s. At the time, school shooting was not a huge thing. So the fact that he stood up with a gun in the cafeteria and shot blanks and only got suspended for three days (laughs) did not seem bizarre. No. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't ever know anyone who brought a gun to school and shot it off. But... In 1990-something, when I right. saw this, I wasn't like, <gasps> right. that could have been, that you know, a touchy it was a different time. Mm-hmm. We're going to hear that phrase a fucking lot on this it podcast. It was a different time. We're old, and when it was a different was time. A di- when I was young, all Not of this Not to say that it was okay no, in 1990-something okay. to bring a gun to school no. and pretend to shoot at people. No. But it was so much more rare. But who didn't want to right like who didn't like want to scare Ram, the like, ass who didn't if want you to had curtain ram in the if face. you went to school with dudes like curtain ram right. or girls like heather chandler right did you not want to stand up and pretend to shoot them well, and make them piss themselves that was the draw for me was seeing like you know Right. Seeing them get them, even though nobody else knew but them. And, and like, nobody and else he ever knew. A nerd or anything. Like, but no. he was taking back power for the weirdos. Like, even yeah. though he wasn't nerdy, he was the new kid. He was the dark horse. He was in his trench coat, which again right. had no connotation. No, none. That in was 1989, it was just cool dude in his right. black trench coat. And mm-hmm. that just meant he was the cool dude. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we have that. And then. So we go we we go there from there to what a little conversation between the girls right about the fact that he did that right is that oh, where we go immediately well, that's after the next that? day after the whole that's the next day after the whole lunchtime poll after the whole note debacle after the whole shooting thing I would imagine that would have shut lunch down you would think so and in fact. All those teachers meetings we saw, there was never, there was not one about that. Not until people started dying Uh -uh. was there any kind of teacher meeting. So no. No. Yeah. And there was never a parent teacher meeting. It was just the teachers meeting together. Like they never had parents. They never. They didn't call JD's dad in to talk about the fact that he brought a gun to school, which. The beaver. And where were the police? Mm -hmm. Like this day and age. The cops would have got called. Your parents would have got called. Oh yeah. You got school resource officers. Yeah. Yeah, on no. campus already, which was not a thing when we, I, I we had rarely security, saw cops at school. But I don't think there was a cop until late, like a, a uniformed cop. By the way, get rid of cops on campus. Yeah, seriously. I graduated <laughs> 1997. Yeah, I graduated in 99. Yeah, so we both graduated in the 90s. And I graduated the standard... year of Columbine, so that was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I missed Columbine happened after I was out of school. So lucky, lucky me. That was never an issue. <laughs> no active shooter drills in fucking 97 and prior. The same year. They didn't do that. Well, like it wasn't. It not was, until after. Well, no. You not missed it by after. a year. I missed or it no, by they, 
they didn't until recently, probably because well, probably it took not. very it took many few, school shootings for them to decide they needed to, to be prepared for that shit. Come up with bulletproof backpacks. Right. Everybody was real nice to me after that, though. That was cool. Nice. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, no one was. If people were scared of me in high school, I don't think it was because they thought I was going to shoot anybody. That definitely wasn't. That's not like a I vibe I was putting out. Firearms. I don't know. Where I mean, I got resting bitch face and all that well, good stuff, but apparently I've got resting murderer face <laughs> or something i don't know i've not experienced it personally being your best friend so oh. <laughs> i wouldn't know oh. oh how do we miss greetings and salutations oh, are I you thought... a heather oh wait we didn't that's miss our, it we're getting that's there our clip. that's our next thing that's our intro clip that's right okay so that's where we we missed that we we went to next day so after the before the shooting part okay he must have met her, right? Because she walks over to him to do the lunchtime poll. Greetings and salutations. Greetings and salutations. Right. Are so you we a Heather? On the, we were on the lunchtime poll. We kind of got off the lunch. Right. Okay. Yeah. So let's back up. So greetings right. and salutations. Are you a Heather? No, I'm a Veronica Sawyer. This may seem like a really stupid question. There are no stupid questions. You inherit $5 million the same day aliens land on the earth and say they're going to blow it up in two days. What do you do? It's probably got to be the stupidest question I've ever heard. <laughs> So that's the meeting. So that's the the love at first sight, of course. Um, What does he say? He says, I'd rather to build a lake. My sacks. Bring a bottle of tequila. (laughs) My sacks. Some Bach. Really? None of those things go together. year old. None of those things go together. He plays the sax. Now, can you imagine what I never thought about? In I the, was in band. In I'm boat. trying to imagine JD uh-huh. learning to play the saxophone uh-huh. in middle school uh-huh. in band class. Right. Before he like moved he to this new school Is he Lisa and bought a trench coat at the thrift <laughs> store or took it out of his dad's closet. He does, in fact, think he's Bo Diddley. And I, does I Bo really Diddley wish, play the saxophone? Oh, my God, maybe. <laughs> No, I think he's an athlete or something. <laughs> fuck, we're going to look real dumb. You better look that shit up. Who the fuck is Bo Diddley? <clears throat> I don't think he does. He's a singer. Hold oh, on. is he a singer? Oh, Why I don't do you think what he's that an is athlete? That... Okay. Who the fuck is Bo Diddley? Oh, okay, hold up. That's going to be the... Alice, Alice, A-L-L-A-S, McDaniel, known as Bo Diddley, was an American singer, guitarist, songwriter, and music producer who played a key role in the transition from the blues to rock and roll. Okay, so who do you think you are? Bo Diddley? Was yeah, it pretty I good? Guess, okay, so he plays the sax. influenced All Buddy right. Holly, Elvis Presley. Did not play the sax, though. And she responds to his little quip with, how very, oh. which again, I used it every chance I could. I know. How very. Of course. All right, so then we get it hammered home again, their dynamic in this game of real life, not in a dream croquet, where we see right. that Heather Chandler is always red. Oh, yes. And that if she knocks into your ball, she will always take that shot to shoot your ass out of the fucking court. Always. Um, and so, and then we get one of our other really great quotes, right? Is this is it this croquet game where we get the... Did you? Oh no no no! The, did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? That's later, right? I Another that was this one. Or is it this one? Let me see. About the uh, the Remington party, isn't it? All right. Oh duh! Yeah yeah. So what are you gonna do, Heather? Take the two shots or send me out? <sighs> did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? Which side note? Right. Sad note. Sad and note. We have a couple sad notes. But yes, in we this do. Sad note. 
Uh, Heather Chandler later on tragically perished of a brain tumor. She sure did. The Dark actress whose name we don't know tragically. I, I we can quickly so Google sorry. the address. The actress who plays Heather Chandler. Lisa, but I know it's not Lisa. Lisa's Heather McNamara. We were going to say all the names in the beginning. We were I like, know. y'all, I don't remember these people from anything else. There's no. only like three or four people I remember from anything else. Oh, God. She's like the Kim Walker. Kim, Kim. Walker. Tragically did die of a brain tumor She's after the having once one down. The fourth one out of Heather's? Oh, well, no, on the Winona Ryder, Christian Slater, Shannon Doherty. Oh, the fourth one down the list Kim of actors. Okay, the cast. Okay. How is Otho not even on there, though? Right? Nobody knows Glenn Chaddix. Okay, but really, though, Patrick Lebetois. Who is that? Who's that? Who do y'all know? Y'all is that know? Ram? It is. But is I mean, it? <laughs> I just guessed. I'm just guessing. All right. So we go to the snappy snack shack. On our way to the Remington party where... Is she driving a LeBaron? Oh, good question. <laughs> is it a LeBaron or a Mustang? It's one of the two. I do not notice cars. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. It was a red car. But red I feel like, car. well, whatever. That doesn't matter. None of that matters because we get to the snappy snack shack where and she requests. Who should be there? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not requests. Demands. Corn nuts. BQ. BQ or plain. Oh, I BQ, mean, there was only two choices. <laughs> well, there was also only two choices in slushing. Uh, which Coke or no, no, no. What was it? Back Coke then? or cherry. Coke or cherry. In this instance. And of course... She chooses cherry. For me, though, it's got to be a combo. Oh, well, yeah. Got to have a cherry, a cherry Coke. Coke. Come on. <laughs> I had a Coke slushie today. I asked for a cherry and Coke, but he said the cherry wasn't ready. So mm. it was just. Coke well, I mean, slushie. if you can, you get a Coke. That's a good one. You get a Coke. But so we get to the snappy snack shack. We slow it see down that JD rides a motorcycle, which I think is our first. I don't think we knew that because she's only that. seen him at school. No, no he's a, we don't see that until they come out. Okay. So they're talking so they about talk it where inside. he's the new kid in town. And mm-hmm. the only thing that's the same. He names off. What does he name off? Vegas, Baton Rouge, Sherwood, Ohio. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Destination, destination. Sherwood, sure Ohio. Ohio. There's always been a snappy snack shack. Yes. Any like, town, any time. Pop a dog. ham and cheese <laughs> in the microwave and feast on a turbo dog. Fiest. Keeps me sane. Yeah. Because everybody's life has static. Uh, yeah. Well, the extreme always seems to make an impression. Oh, God. Did That's you say that. a cherry or Coke slushy? I didn't. Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> then they see the motorcycle, which right. of course, which she comes out with like a a liter of cherry. Right? Like How much cherry slushy are you drinking on the way to the fucking Remington party, yeah. girl? Well, she's gonna have to pee when she gets as there. As soon as she gets there. <laughs> so Heather's waiting in the car, honking the horn. Of course, because. This is impatient. Veronica, no, my life's not perfect. I don't really like my friends. Of course. Yeah, I don't really like your friends either, which... Well, it's just like they're people I work with and our job is being popular and shit. Which is no lie. <laughs> I mean, really, at this school. What else is lie. your job when you're in high school? No, that well, is your job. Well, I wasn't it, in no, charge of I being was, popular. I was unemployed. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
for sure, for sure. All right, so now we're at the Remington party. Right. Cute where Remington party. We're at these the shitty goofballs, fucking dorm room. The dudes from Weekend at Bernie's approach. Right, with like the beer posters Ladies. on the wall. Oh, we got empty oh, bottles oh, for decor. Party slippers. Oh, All right. Oh, my little cheerleader. So we get a little cut back and forth of Veronica writing in her diary. Right interspersed with back at the Remington party. So she we've got her kill. Yes, you she must does believe her. It's for more than selfish reasons, <sighs> more than a spoke in her menstrual cycle. Yes. So back at Remington, we are having a little date rape <sighs> scenario, a little, I, you give me some and I'll give you yeah, I will nothing. Give you nothing. I will tell my friends. I will tell my friends you're a great lay. Yeah. Just what you want when you start college as exactly. a college freshman is for all the dudes to know you're a great lay. Yeah. Cause Way to be, start off your college career. Well, it'll be what? Like she's a junior, so she's, she's a, a junior. whole other year of high school. A whole other year of banging college dudes to right. make her reputation mm-hmm. known. These dudes are banging sixteen-year-olds. Nice. Which they're what? 19? 18 to twenty-four, somewhere oh God, in there. They might be in real life. Those dudes well, are real forty. Life, yeah, in real life, they're thirty-five. Looking like day. Tom Selleck shaved his Seriously? mustache. What the fuck? Uh, well, they could never be as handsome as Tom Selleck. Oh no, no, no. Oh, sorry for the comparison. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. <clears throat> so we have this awkward exchange between college dudes, right, and Whispering. high school girls, yeah, <clears throat> and a little date rape scenario, right. Which she comes to this party. She brings. She gives Veronica her shot. Her at shot this party at what? I don't where know. Where they don't talk to anyone else. No, just these two douchebags. Mm-hmm. They split off. Heather has to blow this guy. Yep. She looks just so hot tonight. I can't control myself. <laughs> so she does that. She's disgusted in herself because she should be. Yes. And now uh, here comes the prepared speech. Well, what do, what do we even name this guy? What's his name? His name is Brad. Oh, God. it's literally Brad. It must be. It's it really is. It probably is. <clears throat> so but it's yeah. Brad. How's my little his... cheerleader? Oh, God. Huh? He Doesn't he do a little, shirt. yeah, a little he, chest pat? He, oh, and he like slithers in like a snake. Yeah, he's yeah, gross. Yeah. He's gross. <clears throat> hey, let's do it on the coats. It'll be excellent, huh? Ooh, yeah, I got a little <laughs> speech prepared. Which she's already. You could tell she's already hitting the spins. Oh, yeah. Someone's probably put something in her drink. Probably. She doesn't strike me as the type to overdrink, especially in a situation like no. this. No, 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 no. She so she's probably been roofied. I think I'm it's sure. implied. I'm sure. So, you know, he, it was probably Brad. Of course. But, oh, obviously. So, you know, he comes in. She don't want it. She's got this prepared speech, which why? Why waste it? You know it's going to be wasted. Save the speeches for Malcolm X. Which I just want to get laid. (laughs) He doesn't know who Malcolm X is. Right? Because, yeah, you know how Malcolm X liked to sit and listen to speeches. That was what he was known for. Right. Listening to white ladies give speeches (laughs) about not wanting to fuck college guys yep put out good reference brad yeah good job brad all right so back to veronica's room betty finn was a true friend Uh, and i sold her out for a bunch of swatch dogs and diet coke heads which is a brilliant right line by the way and here's our first reference foreshadowing killing heather would be like offing the wicked witch of the west wait east west west. god i sound like a fucking psycho which (laughs) 
she's not wrong. Right? She's not wrong. Because really, you know, whatever. Right? So we're back at Remington in the corridor. Veronica's leaning against the wall, feeling sick. Mm-hmm. So Heather's Heather. given her no... What no nothing. Damage. Oh, Brad says you're. Oh, it is Brad. Brad says you're acting like a real coos. A coos. Who says oh, that? I do sometimes. And so she tells her. <laughs> she warns her. I feel really sick. I want to throw up. Yeah. Can we please jam now? I, she's got to know where the bathroom is. You always know where the bathroom is. Oh. Yeah. And Heather looks almost pleased. She does. She looks like, satisfied uh, with that outcome that I she knew just it. got I paid. Knew it. In puke. Well, lick it up, baby. Lick it You stupid fuck. You goddamn bitch. You were nothing before you met me. You were playing Barbies with Betty Finn. You were a bluebird. You were a brownie. You were a Girl Scout cookie. I got you into a Remington party. What's my thanks? It's on the hallway carpet. I got paid in puke. Lick it up, baby. Lick it up. Right? Do that it. was again iconic scene. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Oh yeah. Who wouldn't? Back in her room. So here, so here we get into stalker territory. Right. There's a, a knock at the window, a commotion. She's back writing sort. angrily in her diary. In a private moment. A private moment in her night dress or night dress. Oh, her no. night whatever her <laughs> fucking coat, her coat or robe, Which whatever. Fabulous. Oh, she had a couple. Yeah. Right. She, fabulous teenagers these girls were. Right. I, well, they it? were rich. Well, obviously. So we didn't have the same lifestyle. Were. They all were. So here comes JD. A knock, knock, knocking at your window, which not even knocking, just not even, right just in. come right in, come right bitch, in. How you know where she live, right? Where, where do you come from? She didn't think about that. I wouldn't right? have thought about that. I don't <laughs> think she, she went scared for a moment, she and then immediately went from yeah, startled because of the noise. She and was then startled because pleased. of the noise, and she threw that monocle out of there because private right? moment, private moment, right? That's my time. Monocle time is my time, right? But oh. Oh, dreadful etiquette. I apologize. Oh, God, sploosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Because really, though, it's horrifying to play croquet. I saw a set out back. Pan to care for a match. That was my first game of strip croquet. Because, you know. Because you know when you're 16 and you met a boy 12 hours ago. That just climbed through just your window. climbed through your window. That it's clearly fully normal. You. Oh, yeah. Fully normal. You didn't think about to that? To fuck him on your, <laughs> on your parents' lawn. It's Christian Slater. I'm not saying I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> it's Christian saying. Slater. I didn't meet no boys who look like Christian Slater well, when no, I was 16. No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, First, so when yeah. I was 16, he was like 35. And so. that was like the iconic, like, I mean, I'm not saying I wanted to lose my virginity in a game of stripper cocaine. No. But I don't say I, I'm, I was against it. I, I wouldn't I, have I been against, against losing my virginity hey, in a game of stripper cocaine. To with have Christian a dude Slater. through your window. I mean, like, I think we kind of glossed over that right dude climbing he through your climbed window. in your window that has been following you uninvited and then his first thing he wants to talk about after fucking you is Hedler chandler is one bitch that deserves to die which again where's the lie which but. hey <laughs> she wasn't offering anything no. but still but 
Like, yeah. how does he even know? He's known y'all since lunchtime the same day or the day before. He, right? They met like lunchtime. Suspension. Is this on? Like, I, he's not back suspension? at school as this far as we know. Less than a week. Yeah. This week. This no. is quick. It's got to be less than a week. So they strip it off. They get it on. They right. have a super intimate moment. Yes. Talking about how Heather Chandler must die. Yes. And she's kind of like, yeah, maybe, you know, whatever. But then they decide, well, Veronica decides killing her won't solve anything. Right. We're just Even gonna, though she was just writing in her diary right. that she wished she could kill her. I say we just grow up, be adults, and die. Which, but before yeah. that, I'd like to see Heather Chandler puke her guts out. So I can help with that. Right. JD. So let's sneak into this person's house. So they leave the side at three, four o'clock in the morning in her unlocked rich person's house. It's starting to come up. So four or five in the morning, somewhere in there. It's got, well, it's the what? The Saturday morning trip to grandma's that she misses. Something like that. Yeah. Saturday morning trip to grandma's for sure. I mean, she sleeps in after a Remington party. So it's a little bit later. So she sleeps in light glory with her hair all nice. Right, right. Atop her bedspread. So they're going to make her a little hangover cure. Right. And now here's where it gets, it starts to get hazy immediately as far as whether Veronica, what's her part to play in this? Right. Because she's already made the comment about killing Heather. She's right. brought this strange boy who's brought a gun to school. Right. And who's already made a comment as well about killing Heather Chandler. Right. To her house. Right. He's like, oh. Where her parents and nobody is home. Right. Come on in. To He's where he makes. V- very the, obviously right. makes He's a like, deadly cocktail. Which she admits that'll kill her. She does. She knows. Like, yeah, we shouldn't do that, JD. <laughs> but it's her. very. But she doesn't dump it out. Right. Like, and very flippant about putting the cup of hers right next to in the same cup I mean, next to his cup. She must have been digmatized. Right. Because right? they only had done it the night before. Or even just a few hours. Well, I yeah. don't know that it was even. The, I feel like sleep? it was right after. I it feel like they went and got dressed and went to Heather's after they fucked. Because that's Possibly. like the next scene. It must have been. And orange juice and milk. Well, I know who's going to throw up because of orange juice and milk. Like, I, I mean, been, it's not delicious, but no. it's like an orange Julius almost kind without of. the frozenness. Right. So not, that's not going to make me throw up. No, 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 no. It might help. So they have this little makeout sesh. She grabs the wrong cup. They go in, <clears throat> taunt he Heather Chandler. It. He oh, he knows. She, yeah, he knows she's taking the thing, but it for seems sure, for like sure. it's, a, he, it's a mistake. He, he kind of starts mistake. like he's going to go. <gasps> well, uh, yeah, but no. he realizes that she made the mistake. Right. But lets it go. Of course. So it's not like he planned for this to happen that she would well, pick up the cup but right I, he probably would have figured out some way to get that hole clean right into her system one way or another oh how differently things would have gone oh, if it was only orange juice and milk if it had it with a phlegm globber and a phlegm globber in it so so they go wake up miss heather in her master suite like what the fuck is bedroom. that right she's got patrick nagels on the wall bitch I didn't have no bedroom like that. Padded headboard. Some sleeping in ballet slippers. And, yeah. This bitch. We're waking up beautiful. This is her hangover I, look. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Got a, gorgeous. She's, she's got a seating area. Right. A, a painting of probably her. Her vanity. <laughs> right. I don't remember. <laughs> Stationary. This shit's rocky. So they so wake anyway. her up and taunt her into drinking this cup. Right. 
and oh you're gonna taunt me and by calling me chicken and then immediately does exactly what she just said she wasn't gonna fall for right 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 and poison and crashes to her death through a glass table crash which how sad right your final word and that was so immediate like there's no vomiting. There was no like writhing. I mean, I guess if, it's, if it's like lie, she why'd she chug it? Well, she thought she, it had a phlegm globber in it. Uh, she was just trying to be okay. badass. Well, I mean, I guess if I, well, I don't know. I don't know if we'll keep this in. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I'll tell a story. <laughs> I'll tell a story. I'm not gonna name names, but I'm gonna tell a story that as a semi adult, because I was at a bar. I went to a place with a girl that was kind of a mean girl that didn't like me and I didn't like her. And we were like doing this thing where everyone's drunk and being gross. And that was like pulling out pubes and throwing it on a table. And she was like, oh, your long ass pubes or whatever. But then she (laughs) ate them. (laughs) So who's the gross one? (laughs) The ones with the pubes she thought were too long or the bitch that ate them? Yum. The bitch that not only ate them, but licked them off of a dirty bar table. Who's the gross bitch? Certainly not me. Yeah, that'll make you throw up after, during a hangover. Right. For sure. So anyway, and um. Yeah. So die, crash through a table, tragic, tragic, of course. But like, you know, you don't feel like it's that tragic because your whole character relationship to this person is like, she's a bitch and an asshole and she treats people like trash and I hate her. Up until then, you agree with it. You know. So you don't feel super terrible, the fact right. that she died, but you're also like, oh, my God. Well, and that's the, the thing is that neither does Veronica, really. She's just more shocked than anything. She doesn't like eh, she feels a little bit of guilt. But right. Because it's an accident. Of she course. She still get off on that accident thing about, you know, you killed your best friend and your worst enemy and uh, same difference, which, of course, in high school, that's true. But like if it was a suicide thing. And where did he cut like a. Yeah. Have you done this before? Has he done this before? He might have done this before. I think before. maybe he's done this before. I think maybe. I don't know if he's done this before, but I think it's one of those things where like he's been thinking about doing this before. For sure. And this is definitely. This made, may be well, the furthest he's gotten. I think this is maybe the first time it's worked out. Right. And yeah. I think it's Hopefully. a situation. <laughs> we need know. the history of he JD. That should be a, there should be a sequel. It's just the history a of sequel, JD. A prequel. Well, I don't know. Yeah, we prequel. Did that show. Maybe we should watch it and see what's in there. Oh yeah, we haven't seen the show. We saw the what was it? Pilot, what do you call it? Yeah, of the series. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. We haven't seen the musical. We haven't seen the oh, full no. series. All right. <laughs> so we're back in the teacher bunker. They're having their little meeting They're about meeting. letting kids off early, blah, blah, blah. Skip, skip, skip. But they won't. Uh, locker room. Okay. So here we get a little character reveal. So we had skipped earlier in the lunchroom the fact that Heather Duke is bulimic. Right. Which I didn't realize. As a kid, I first wasn't significant to me in the I moment. Even, I didn't get it. I don't even think that was edited. When I no, said, I don't. I didn't get the whole filing your nail and taking your friend into the bathroom stall. I had your no concept about, of what was happening. No, I didn't know that that's what that was. But about, so the but green one, if you're having trouble following along with the Heathers, <laughs> right? The green, green Heather, Heather was bulimic, and then immediately after, red Heather. <laughs> 
quote unquote commit suicide. Right. Uh, she has an appetite. Right. She's in a better mood. Sucking that chicken meat off the she bone. She sure is. Fuck and it. then, of course, Heather Chandler becomes the hero of the school. Right. All of a Saint sudden, Hood. everyone loved oh. Heather. And everybody was Heather's friend and everyone has happy memories. Everybody has a story like Peter had a story. Poor Peter. Peter, that's another one of our whatevers. But Peter talking about, oh, you know, we went on a date, but she didn't like it. And she said I was boring. And I realized it wasn't because I was boring. Peter, you are boring. Well, it wasn't because I was boring. It's just that she was dissatisfied with her own life. But... But Peter, you were boring. boring. Like, because that she didn't kill herself. Yeah, you were just boring, Peter. Sorry about that. And then, unfortunately, Peter later died. Yes, yes. But I yes. think we should bring that up. Yeah, we'll bring that funeral. up when it comes up. So, we have a little moment in the school, hearing about how great Heather is, and then we go to JD's house. Oh God, where you meet JD's dad hey, for the first dad. time. Hey. hey. I forgot to introduce my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It so up you get the sense there's some tension mm. between JD and his dad. It's immediately weird. Yeah, it's immediately awkward. Um, he does make a comment during this scene about the last time he saw his mom was waving to him from a, I don't know, four-story story window, window, whatever. Yeah. Um And then he invites her to dinner. She declines, of course, because awkward. Well, yeah. And her mom's making her favorite dinner. Right? Spaghetti. Lots Lots of of oregano. (laughs) So then we go back to Veronica's house. Um, Parents are asking her what happened with the suicide thing. Same setting. Right. Or no, this is the first one, isn't it? The slow down, kid. Oh, no. No, that was after the first croquet game, right? Oh. You mean the mom and dad setting? Yeah, great pate, but I got a motor. Yeah, so we skipped that. That was right. So they have this cute little father daughter dialogue. This, why am I such an idiot or whatever? What did they do before the dance? There's a dance and then a funeral like it's like the first one's there's innocuous a few, there's at least two or three of these conversations but yeah, but like with veronica and her like parents whatever, but then the second one is uh the funeral and smoking i don't know i think it's this one is the smoke this is the um goddamn will tell me what somebody tell me why i smoke these damn things right because you're the, an idiot that's right. this one. Oh, okay so that's right before, before heather this. chandler's funeral okay yeah so then we get to the funeral Oh God! Then there's the whole well, personal prayer dialogues well, between then you all have of the. Otho. That's the first time you see Otho as right. like the pastor, and you're like, "Oh, Otho!" You know, and he does this little MTV video oh, games. God. Yeah, the name of that righteous so dude. Otho and he's is in the, the priest. Yes, yes. All right, so one by one, Heather's friends kneel by her casket to pay their last respects, (laughs) which are all, of course, totally vapid and selfish because they're all 16, 17 years old. Rams is Jesus, God in heaven. Why do you have to kill such hot snatch? It's a joke, man. I'm joking. People are so serious. Yeah, Yeah, seriously. Someone's died. You offended Jesus in your own mind and you knew to apologize. Like, that's how you know that there's something wrong with you. Well, 
And then we get Heather Duke's prayer. I prayed for the death of Heather Chandler many times and I felt bad every time I did it, but I kept doing it anyway. Now I know you understood everything. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. (gasps) Taking the wrong message from this, Uh, Heather Duke. Well, I took the wrong message from this because I think that's got to be one of my favorite lines of this. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because, I mean... You see why she did what she did. She was completely terrorized. By, right. Like she was like the shit stick in this whole. Seriously. Fucking thing. And then you have fucking Heather McNamara oh. setting up dates. Oh, God. With the biggest douche bags in uh, school. So on the on eve, the eve of their best friend's funeral. funeral. Who killed herself. Like, oh, he's been really nice and he's been comforting me and stuff. Oh, wait, though. But can we talk about how chic as fuck Heather McNamara looks at this funeral? Like, oh, okay. Tall, statuesque, right? Hair, shoulder pads. My mother is a step, or my stepmother is an, is an alien, right? Suit Bringing the thing. Kim like Basinger she's, realness. She's serving, but anyway, yes. So she's setting up a date. She why? like wants Veronica to double with Kurt and Ram. Who? Why? But why do you want to go and? And she's going on a date with Ram. Gross. Like that's her choice. Like you would think that Ram would have to be the extra. Like right? he'd have to be the plus one. Like Kurt would is the to, only one worth. Right. Like oh, oh if Kurt you're going go on, on only looks because that's all there is. Right. And, well, and even just his mouth, because Kurt. He's shit too, but he's right. always the one that reminds up. Like oh, dude, we're seniors. You know? Yeah. Like Ram's always the one that wants to do some shit. So. Heather McNamara is dating Ram and has to find a date for Kurt, which why? Right. You would think that you'd be able he to, would be able to find his own date. And why not ask Heather Duke? Yeah. You know, she's not doing anything but reading Moby Dick. Exactly. What's she doing? Veronica has a boyfriend now. Right. Leave her alone. She's got something going. She tells her, I got something going with JD. Yeah. And like, why does she agree? Because it'll be very, it'll be very like, and she knows it won't be very. No, she, because she's good. She says exactly what's going to happen. And that's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. They take us cow tipping drunk as fuck. We have to talk about the, I like to suck big dicks. Oh God. Yes, we do. That's my other favorite line in this movie. Yeah. My other favorite line. Start picking on these geeks. So these geeks, quote unquote. From the high school, step Which on their toes or was whatever. A very bold move. Of Super bold to move. To like throw the big props, spins. big oh. props on this Revenge of the Nerds dude right big here. Props to I'd go to Egypt with a girl guy. I right. Don't know if he had a name, but he's... so Kurt and Ram get him down, or one of them I can't remember pins him down. Mm-hmm. Say I like to suck big dicks. <gasps> Say and it. This, and this Say king, it. this king, this king in a headlock says. You like to suck big dick. Oh! <laughs> oh! He gets it. Yeah. yeah. So totally. Props yeah. to this dude. So and then he did not have to forward, throw in those. Mm, fast mm, forward to so. what Veronica predicted. Yeah, that mm-mm's yeah, were unnecessary. That was that was in. too much. So, so we fast, fast forward, forward to, to the, the cow pasture They're that Veronica predicted. in the cow pasture. They better not take us cow tipping. They're drunk as fuck. They're going to tip go. this cow. 
Tipping cows, which again, grew up in California. No idea. Never went cow tipping. Nope. Nobody took me cow tipping. I nope. get it. Cows fall asleep standing I, up. I've supposedly seen cows. you can push them over. I've milked a cow. I don't understand what's fun about it. No. But I didn't grow up in Sherwood, Ohio. Mean. It seems mean. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like it seems mean. It does for sure. Could you imagine how pissed you'd be? I'd be like, right, and then get pushed over by Into a couple the of mud? drunk fucks. Bullshit. I'd be mad as fuck. So here comes this. Now she did say at some point she had a short conversation with JD where she explains to him that she told Heather she would do this date. And so it becomes obvious that he has followed her on this date because right. he is sitting on his motorcycle well, no. on the side of this field. No, no, no. She was going to tell him, but he left. So she didn't tell oh, him. Oh, so she didn't tell she him. Didn't so he's tell just him. following her. He's just following her. <laughs> just like much like he yeah, no. crawled through her window right, right after he like, met her. Like this is not He cute. has now followed and this stalked her on this date. He has stalked her on so this ladies, date. So ladies, if you're listening and you're still thinking how sweet and romantic this is, red flag. Red flag. Big red flag. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is not well, cute. Speaking of red flags and speaking of not cute. So we cut back to this date. Yes. And we hear fabric ripping. Yes. We hear, no. Yeah. No. And Ram is raping Heather in the cow field. And Veronica just bails to go have a slushy. Like she's trying to get away from her. Bro, you got a dude that has a gun. Go take your bro down there and scare the shit out of these dudes again and get your girl. Go get your home girl. Go get your girl. Don't leave her out there. Men, anybody out there, they's, them's, he's, she's. If you see your he, she, they, them, buddies, pals, acquaintance getting date raped (laughs) or uh, anything close to that, don't just bail. No. Do something. Even if it's Christian Slater. That dude was drunk as fuck. Like, even without JD... Like the other guy she left flailing and cow shit, like she says. Right. She could have easily picked up a fucking log or and something. hit that dude over the head or some she shit. Could have done something. Like that was not cool, Veronica. No. no. Veronica, you're not an icon for that. Up. Sorry. No, no you're not, not. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. That was not cool. So then she shows up at school the next day after bailing on her friend to get let her get raped, which never gets addressed again, of course. And the no, only time well, it like, does is that she mentions the last guy I slept with, which is like Right, that's, Heather. That's not, that's that's not, not the dude you slept with. You well, mean that dude that raped you? We also talk about when uh, JD shows up after following her. Obviously, right. like spookily, there he is to white knight her out of there. But we have to talk about his feeling a little superior tonight. You know? Ah, uh, yes. Our love is God. Yes. Let's go get a slushy. Yep. Like, how do you say no? And because it was like you thought he was going to be all mad, I know. And then but he was, not. but he was like, I cool tried to about tell it. you, but you left yeah. after the funeral. So you're like, he was scary for a second, but like, oh, it's cool. It's but cool. she didn't even consider the fact. No, that he's just like, well, how did you her? find me in this fucking right. cow pasture? I, I mean, I'm sure she's just grateful to leave. Like I would. True. Be. True. I, he I, just rescued her ass. Probably wouldn't have left poor Heather down there. Though. God, I hope not. God. But anyway. All right. So next morning, school school yearbook. Right. She comes in talking about lunchtime poll topics, talking about this uh, um, Heather Chandler yearbook spread. We finally got one of these things. Right. (laughs) In reference to a A teenage suicide. suicide. Yeah. And she strolls in wearing that little snappy hat and vest that combo hat that looks like oh. something Weezer would wear in Steel Magnolias or something. I don't know what that is. That was a so, funky hat. 
so while standing in this hat and vest combo, she has to hear about this, this rumor, rumor that Kurt that- and Ram had a sword fight in your mouth last night. <sighs> oh, oh disgusting. Okay. What the fuck is right? Right. So, so she has to hear about this shit. Like, and yeah. what does she care? What do they care? What does anybody care? But anyhow. Yeah. So then we go to her room Cut where her she room. is on the phone. On Kurt's football And this phone. voice, this whole little act she puts um, on. Hi, Kurt. I thought you were on I didn't expect to be calling either. I was wondering if you wanted all those things you've been saying to really happen. Uh, <laughs> Gross. Yeah. I was all right. wondering if you want And of course he does. Of course he does. And he so thinks he's, he's won. JD is here. He's loading the guns. Mm. And how does he explain the guns, Tessa? Why do we have guns? How's he going to shoot them? What's going to happen? I don't know. You speak French? Do you take German? German. No French. Oh, well, these are echluga bullets. Which I, today I learned. Right. uh, That that means I lied. Or I'm lying. Yeah. Which is exactly what he's doing because these are not fake bullets. Which girl? Girl, girl, why? You believe him? That these are. Why would you believe him? Why would we? Why he would we write the note? Why are we doing friend. all the things? So yeah. So he's already on the whatever. You've already killed one person. Yeah. So we're we we've got ichlug bullets, and he yes. that they're just going to be unconscious and bleeding. And no. then we have to talk about the bag. So the plan is, oh god, the we're going to kill Curtin Ram, but make it look uh-huh. well. No, because he's it's not we're not going to kill him because we're it's not killing fake. them. We're going to make it look it's like it's going to make it look like suicide? they're dead. We're going to make it look like an attempted murder suicide. But by the time they'll already be the laughing stock of everything. None of this makes sense. By the time they wake up, and right. so the way they're going to prove that they are a gay couple. <laughs> Is this gift bag <laughs> just one? This boutique bag, this like floral boutique right. bag, because of course that's got what in it? It's a candy got dish, a candy dish, a postcard of Joan Crawford. What was the magazine name? Masca- oh, Stud Puppy, Stud Puppy, Mascara, because yeah. that's gay as hell, and. Mineral water. Because if you don't have a brewski in your hand in Sherwood, Ohio, <laughs> then you must be gay. Right. What does he say? You might as well be what? You might as well be wearing a dress. Oh, yeah. Because that's the same thing. Yeah. So then we go to Dawn, which, oh, my God, really? Who wants to bang two dudes at Dawn, Veronica? Well, they don't care. Nobody cares. None they of this care. is realistic. They just want to write to Penthouse Forum. Yeah, they just want to write to Penthouse Forum. So Rest she meets peace, them Flint. in the forest at Dawn. <laughs> Should we just whip it out? Or? Uh, yeah, no. Get to your circles and straight. It's like this whole and like, orchestrated what a thing. thing. Can you imagine? Like if that was, I mean, I guess I don't know the brain of a sixteen-year-old male. Well, they're gonna do whatever they're gonna have to. I'm do just trying to imagine to showing up first thing in the morning, dawn, morning wood. <laughs> Get in the circle. You gotta be there. So I they strip. Kind of. It's clearly you can rip cold. My clothes off me, sport. Yeah, God, sport. So then we go. So One, JD two, jumps three. out. No, first she fires, misses. No. They shoot at the same time. Or no, they don't shoot at the same time. He, he jumps, jumps out from the tree Ram. and is aiming. She, the, He she, fires and hits Ram. laughing and shoots at Kurt She and fires at Kurt and misses. He takes off running. She's I'll acting still like she has no clue. And she's like, acting ha, 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 brand ha, ha. new. Yeah, she, she is. 
So she does all this. He runs him down. He gets back to the circle. He says, what, fire, do it now, whatever yeah. it is. And she, she raises him. her arms dead center and strikes him full body mass in the heart. Yep. Without a question. Serious. Dead eye And she's Veronica. realized at this point that, she already that knows Ram, that is, Ram dead. is dead. Yeah, yeah. So she gets she's what's happening. To. So she's got to take responsibility at this right. point. So she's already, she's following through. She knows what's going on. She They've already killed one person. And then just to make sure that, that we wrapped up this whole mineral water business, the cops that come searching through the forest for them oh because they hear the gunshots. Well, <laughs> yeah, they hear the gunshots. They go, ooh, little Huckleberry cops, whatever it is. Right. And then they go. Well, they were getting high in the car. No, yeah. The cops were. were. They were getting high in the car. Which is another thing that I don't think I noticed until way later. No. That that's what they were doing. No, not at all. So one of them runs them down. The other yep. one stays at the scene. And they, like, you know, he's like checking out this making out pair of teenagers in the car. Right. But the other cop is like, oh, no, I have all the answers right here in this little gift bag. So the other cop comes back and he's like, does this answer your question? And shows him the middle mineral water. And the other cop's like, oh, my God. Oh, man. They were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. What a waste. What a waste. Could you imagine? Well, so, yeah, they say they kind of bring that again up again at the, the funeral. So we've got the funeral, which I'm sorry. But burying them side by side. Well, wait, before the funeral, we got to get to the next morning in the parking lot or right after in the parking lot. The Iklugabolis, I'm such an idiot. Right. You believed it because you wanted to believe it. Well, then she feelings were too gross and icky for you to face, which he's not lying. Right. He's not lying. She knows. Yeah. She says she doesn't want them dead, but like she wanted them gone. She wanted. She doesn't dead. want the ickiness of having but to have killed them. They didn't have anything to offer, but date rapes and AIDS jokes. True. Which, true, true, true. What have they shown us? What were they going to do? Right. What was Kurt Ram? There was nothing do? they were going to offer the world. You know what they would have become? Politicians yeah. or fucking probably cops. cops. Oh. Yes, girl. Yo, security yeah. guards if they couldn't do yeah. that. So like whatever. Again, like I mean, I'm not trying to not trivialize human murder, life. I'm not advocating murder. But if you're going to be a douchebag and all you're going to do is like, you know, maybe be a piece of shit, maybe don't do that. Think about what your legacy is. Maybe yeah. just a little bit. Just maybe little leave just self-introspection sometimes. I mean, all we got is this. So I mean, we're not that far ahead. Uh, so then we're at the funeral. Right. So... <sighs> Side by side. If you don't want them to be, ooh, you don't matching want, I don't know if they did helmet. this because they thought they were gay. I don't know. Or it, what? Because those little helmets with the little plastic ball combos buried side by side was all gay. I know. Like, I think really it was just meant to be an ode to their football team status, but it made it seem very coupley. Very. Very. So we've got he, Kurt's dad. 
Kurt's dad, I think. Yeah, if you can hear me, Kurt, buddy. <sighs> I don't care. You really were some pansy. Oh, God. You were my own flesh and blood. His and he eulogy. made me proud. My son's a homosexual. <laughs> and I love him. I'm a dirty gay son. Oh, and where was the lie when right? JD said, I wonder how he'd feel about a, what is it, a limpress with a pulse? Yeah, a son with a limpress with a pulse. With the limpress of the pulse. Which, and he's right, because had he's that kid right. been alive and said, I'm in love with the quarterback right. or Kurt, the linebacker Graham or whatever. I in love, Dad. Dad. Dad would have kicked his fucking ass. Probably. Especially in 1989. In Sherwood, Ohio. Yep. Which surely doesn't exist. So now the kids are going to get the half day off that they right. couldn't get for Heather Cause Chandler because she wasn't even a cheerleader. And football players. Football players. And then we get the hippie teacher gets her wish. Yes. She gets to have her love in. We right. get to puke at all of the kids acting like they right. cared about these assholes oh, who did nothing but pick did. on everybody in school. They terrorized these two kids. If you notice, and the lunchtime thing, the only two people ever hanging out together is Kurt and Ram. Right. There's never any other dudes. Yeah, there's it's not other dudes at their Kurt table. Yeah, because like, no they're probably dicks even to other dudes are. on the team. Right. So then we have that little love in. Then we go right. back to JD's house uh, where you learn why JD is fucked up. Oh, great. The Beaver's home. Right. So you get this little exchange between him and his dad, where his right. dad's getting a full hard on for blowing up some building. Oh, and JD reveals to Veronica that he lost his the last time he saw his mom was mm-hmm. waving to him as she walked into a building that she knew his dad was going to blow up in two minutes. So basically so his mom committed, committed suicide. suicide. <laughs> right. So that's willing answer for why all of this is happening pretty mm. much. Um, and then we get, and now this at the time I know for sure to me came out of the blue, the JD presenting Heather Duke, with blackmail photographs of her and Martha Dunstock. Like, I where don't know where I thought those? it was going. Where did he find those? Number one. Who did he? Do? Well, no, because he met Martha. At the he probably got him from Martha. Because she popped under that table and, like, he met Martha. Oh, and they got along famously. Yeah, that's and right. And he somehow got her to talk. Right. About whatever. And that's true. Bob's your uncle. There you go. Yep. So, oh, well, them breaking up. They also break up at his house. She's like, I'm oh, breaking up with that's you. right. Like, so whatever. so before that. Right. So they break up. So the oh, and the teenage suicide. Oh, Don't God. do it. Teenage suicide. She blew it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So after the whole little situation where he talks about how his mom died. Right. And then. The dad. That's when she says, "That's it, we're breaking up." Oh, the song oh no, he comes shoots on. the that's, shoots right. the radio. The song comes on. They're playing our song, our way, and all this shit. And then he shoots the thing. girl. Why is this straight up say JD pumps up the volume? Oh my god! What are the chances? It's in the script, and JD, who is Christian Slater, later is in pump in up the, the volume. It's in the script. JD Which pumps up the first? volume. This came first. I'm pretty sure this one came Hold first. Up. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. It says JD pumps up the volume and sort of dances a bit. <laughs> oh my god. <gasps> pump up. No. This was pump up the volume was 90. Yeah. So, so yeah. the year after. Oh, I wonder. 
wonder if that was almost concurrent. That's funny. So then he blows the fucking radio away and she's like, that's it. We're breaking up. And he's like, you'll be back. He doesn't give a shit. Whatever. Right. You'll be back. Forces he does. But smooches on her. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay home and shoot your TV. Yeah. Just don't come to school and what? don't come by me or whatever. Right. Don't come near me. Then JD presents Heather Duke with an old and most unflattering photograph. Oh, of it's her and Martha Dunstock, which children. like they're children, most they're unflattering because they, they whatever the your little children. Well, because they hung out, right? That's so her he, deep dark secret. Yeah, that she hung out with Martha yeah. Dunstock as a child. So then he tells her he's gonna make her do him a favor, but it will be one she'll enjoy, right. and then she'll get the negatives back. Which, if you're children, you don't know what that means with photographs, <laughs> but there were things that were called negatives, and if you had those no you one else could make get copies of, of the photographs you could, you could get, get rid, rid of, of photographs yes you permanently could get rid of things now it was a magical time forever it was a magical time yep. and so he gives her the heather's scrunchie, scrunchie that he the red scrunchie from the crime scene right like he picked that up we had then. to have and stuck it in his pocket. He sure did because she was wearing it in her hair that morning she when they went indeed, in there. So he picked it right off her body. And then we come to Veronica at her locker. Right. Looking through her locker. And when Heather Duke sneaks up on her and mm-hmm. like covers her eyes and he- uh, Veronica says, Heather? Like, you know who she's talking about. She means yeah. Heather Chandler, but it's Heather Duke. And but she can f- sense the Chandler on her yes, already. She can smell it. And then Veronica calls Betty for a friendly croquet match. Because she's feeling guilty. Like, nobody wants to hang out with Betty. I'm sorry. Uh, Betty is a titty baby. Uh, what is a titty baby? Betty Finn. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody wants to hang out. And she has Betty. And, like, Betty's a bummer. But you know, all you have to do is take her glasses off and unbutton that top button. And all of a sudden, well, take her hair out of the ponytail. Obviously. And she'll be gorgeous, darling. But she's an Estevez. So they're playing this pleasant little game. You get this whole little nice guys finish last. Trust me, I should know. You're the only one coming to my birthday party. Here comes Heather Duke. Yes. Bravo. Bravo. (sighs) Yeah. I'm red. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So then we've got Martha. Yes. In the gym alone, if you, or well, you don't know she's alone. It looks like she's in the crowd at it first, sounds right? Like drinking it. her it's slushy a very thing. Or she's drinking like a soda. I don't know. She, she dumps her soda all over herself, and then you and realize she's alone. That's it. And that's and when she it. makes the decision. She snapped. She snapped. She writes a note. She pins it to her shirt. She walks into traffic. Right, which you don't know quite yet because first you see it's alluded to the TV. They're back at. Veronica's house they're right. watching the news mom and dad are watching the news about the suicides then you see Martha's at a bu- busy road with a note and that the note is not to her parents no, the note is to Westerberg High right that's true and like that's who that that's imagine telling. being her parents oh my god oh. fucking tragic so then we're back in Veronica's living room. Heather Duke just walks in. Heather Duke walks in. So they're watching news. She wants him to turn off the fucking news. 
They Heather get in an argument, the right? Well, oh, she no, no, tells her about yet. Martha. Oh, yeah. She comes in. And, like, Heather's horrified. She's like, is she dead? No. That's <gasps> the punchline. She's alive and in stable condition. Just another case of a geek trying to imitate the popular people at school and failing miserably. Is that pate? Oh! <laughs> Straight into a slap. It. Just another case. Well... Veronica knows that these other popular kids have been murdered. Right. So it's not a case. No. Like, maybe she would be the first teenage suicide. But but. once again, to where's the lie? Right. Get crucial. She probably dialed suicide outlines in her diapers. I mean. Right. That's the next part. Because, you know. You're not funny. Well, poor Martha Dump Truck. If any of them had any reason. It was Martha. Right. It probably had nothing to do with Heather, Kurt, Ram, whatever. It was probably just because Martha had fucking had it. Yeah. So, whatever. Take from that what you will, because goddammit, Hot Probs is on. Uh, And so then we get Heather McNamara calling into Hot Probs, which Uh, she knows her friends listening to. She knows we listen to this. Calling herself Madonna and Tweety. Oh, God. Talking about how the last guy she had sex with killed himself the next day. She just fully outs herself. Yeah. She's failing math. Her whole life is a mess. And then we open on the next day on the blackboard. Poor little Heather. Heather's crush. She runs out to the bathroom. Veronica follows, finds her trying to OD on pills in the bathroom. All right. Shakes them out of her hand. What are you trying to do? Kill me? What are you trying to do? Sleep. (laughs) But she would have been the only other suicide if she had completed it. And so they ditched to go shoe shopping or something. You don't see that, but that's what they say. Um. So now then we're back to Heather Duke and JD. He's given her the photos and told her that what he wants her to do is to get everyone to sign this petition for Big Fun, who sings Teenage Suicide Don't Do It, to play at the school prom. Which, why would you have to bribe and blackmail someone to get them to sign a petition? She doesn't know. She just wants that power. She wants that power. So now it's Heather number one now, Heather Duke. She goes around the whole school. She gets everyone to sign this petition. Um, Veronica confronts her about it, saying, like, everyone's saying they signed something different. Different things. things. She's like, JD told me to do it. And so they sign it. Why are you such a bitch? Because I can can be. be. (laughs) Which I loved. I had to use that at least once in my life. Well, I mean, Shannon Doherty's. Fucking. She's so good at being a bitch. She was really good at being a sad sack, though, too, I, before she was a bitch in this I movie. I love me some Sharon. Seriously. So then JD and Veronica meet up again at this moment after the whole she finds out about the petition. He right. tries to hook back up. Yes. He wants to kill Heather Duke. Right. She's like, no. Which she says. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, She's encouraging like, oh, I this feel shit. Like slitting heather duke's wrist and making it look yeah. like a suicide which why bitch why would you say that why would you why say would that you tempt fate you have killed three people yeah seriously if you don't want to kill people stop mentioning killing people to the guy you've been killing people with seriously bad idea so then we go back to veronica's house where her parents are so concerned because they heard from jd that right. she might be suicidal 
Yes. She goes and falls asleep in her bed right after her parents and her were just having this whole exchange about how concerned they were. She was suicidal. Right. And then she falls asleep for three hours and no well, one he checks sends on her. her the letter, which they don't look at because, you know, right. They don't material. read the letter after all that, that they, that he says, like, and they believe they some it. strange boy over their daughter. Right. Ridiculous. And it's her handwriting, which he has learned oh. to do. Yeah. To write her suicide note. Apparently. So, yeah. So she falls asleep. And then here's a, here's our next one of these dreams that you right. don't realize is a dream till it starts to get real fucking weird. Yeah. So he comes in and finds her asleep. Asleep. And then they chit chat, cut to Heather Duke's house. Apparently, somehow they make it over the same there. kitchen. Right. Yeah. It's the same kitchen as Heather Chandler's, only different lighting because green. And um, right. They talk it? about oh um, the underlining passages in her copy of Moby Dick. Yes, and um, the note that's just life sucks, right? And like the oh, it doesn't matter the if the handwriting matters. is the same. In fact, it makes it better. Like underlining Eskimo, and then it's you really word. realize it's a dream when we get to when they're the running funeral. down the hall. Well, yeah, they're, they're running down, down the hall. They're yelling, and you're like, wait a right. minute, right? You're like, this is getting crazy, right? And then it's the funeral with like the what is it Eskimo <laughs> Heather Duke underlined a lot of things in this copy of Moby Dick oh but God. I believe the word Eskimo, Eskimo underlined all by itself is the key to understanding Heather's pain hmm. like what the fuck does Eskimo say hilarious I, it kind of makes sense though I mean it was cold chilly and right you know things are so cold I don't know I, I don't know so yeah, yeah you're looking, so you, you realize you look back on the audience and everyone's sitting there in 3D glasses and there's like right. inflatable tulips and you're like, wait a minute. She goes over to the holy water thing and it's Heather Chandler standing there. Right. And She's I love like that outfit and hair. that hair. Oh I want God, that the outfit, the red and black stripes. All this, it's very like it's Beetlejuice. Like it is. Yeah. That, that whole scene is like very Beetlejuice to me anyway. So and then like, she, what does she say? Like, oh, God, there's at least 70 more people at my funeral. She does. And then uh, my God, afterlife is yes. so boring. If I have to sing Kubaya one more time. <sighs> so then she wakes up. Right. I mean, so if you didn't know it was a dream sequence, it, which you knew. Right. It, now it's dinner time. Once the spaghetti appears. You're like, OK. So, so she's Veronica got her little diary. Dinner. So then mom calls dinner. So then right. she gets up, writes so she a has, diary entry. She's making dinner. She takes a nap. Well, you assume her mom's making dinner. Right. So she wakes her up an by hour. calling right. Veronica dinner. Veronica then goes and sits down and does a last final entry in her diary. Right. Which takes a good couple minutes. Oh, yeah, at least. Then she manages to rig a whole system. <laughs> In which it appears that she's being hung. Right. When JD sneaks through a window, which is all perfect timing, by the way, because how long was she sitting there trying to appear dead and uncomfortable? Oh, I guess he's following right. her. She's I don't just know if she waiting, realizes Like, it. who knows how long right. it took to come I up there. I guess she assumes he's following her. Right. So he gets up there, sees that she's, quote unquote, killed herself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I can't, I can't believe, believe you, you did, did it. it. Of course, I was only coming up here to kill you right. with a gun yep. in her house with her parents while they're there. Right. And he reveals what the petition was really, really for. for. He's, so he's monologuing as a bad guy. He's revealing his plot. Because he thinks she's dead. Right. We students of Westerberg High will die 
today. Our burning bodies will be the ultimate protest to a society that degrades us. Fuck you all. So, so he's good. written a mass suicide letter right. from the entire campus and gotten Heather Duke to sign or to get to every get student to sign. to sign this mass suicide Because everybody goes to pep rallies, but okay. And I don't think anybody's copied that. We've had a lot of school shooters, right. unfortunately, but I don't know True, that anybody well, tried to get the whole school to sign a mass suicide well it's not our idea idea. so he laments her death he accepts that she's committed her suicide or committed her her suicide committed Committed suicide suicide? he's smoking in her room yeah he's smoking in her room smoking in her room she's still hanging there whatever right they do all this stuff he has his monologue she's got her diary entry she's made this whole riggery whatever right like the four hours since and mom yells dinner dinner again dinner and dinner. then finally right. decides to come what and check on her for an engraved invitation it's like ma'am you thought she was suicidal Perhaps why have you, you left her alone for several hours in her room from her maybe you should Pop in. I I should have let you take that job at the mall. It was just that (laughs) I was afraid of you coming home late at night and I and then bam, Veronica raises her head, reaches behind herself to release something and lands neatly in the middle of her bed. Hey mom, why so tense? Oh my god. I would I don't beat my children. No. But I would beat my child. I would have smacked her. Oh my god. A smacked her. So then you get a quick little glimpse of JD working on some dynamite. Right. You, hey, Pop, I need hey. some help with my homework. No, not tonight, Tiger. I'm a little busy. <laughs> so then, next day at school, the pep rally. Veronica yes. shows up at school, sees the hippie teacher. Oh, I, JD told me you killed yourself last night, which when did he tell her? First thing that morning, apparently. But then it seems like he's showing up after her. So what yeah. did he call her? I hey, guess. Miss Fleming, I looked you up in the phone book. Right. And just wanted you to know that I'm the only person that knows that Veronica's dead. Right. So she remembers this conversation like father, like son, a serious as fuck bomb in the boiler room to set off a pack of thermals upstairs. So she decides... She knows where to find him. So right. she goes. What's under the. What is it? What's under the. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bleachers? So she had asked Rodney, where's everybody going? He the says pep the pep rally. What's underneath the gym? The boiler room. The so that's boiler. when she remembers. Okay, I remember this conversation. Right. So she goes down. She finds JD with fucking covered in. <laughs> or no, she doesn't know he's got. No, he ain't. Does he have the dynamite? It's strapped to him or he's got it strapped Not to something to in the school? Yet. He's got it strapped to the okay, school. Okay, he's got it strapped point. to he's the... setting up the bombs down in the boiler room. Right. At this point. So they have this whole exchange. They beat the shit out of each other, which she really only gets hit once, but she looks like she gets the kick shit kicked out right? of her. Right? Like he like bends the I think the he back throws something head. at her and it hits her in the head or something like fire extinguisher or something no he hits her head on the like the back of her head i don't know why he the knocks the gun face. out of her hand and they grapple he knees her in oh, the face okay. she slumps to the floor unconscious right she's bloody and angry bleeding and shaking <laughs> bloody and angry right? bleeding and shaking she gets the ga- the gun from him yeah um, manages to cleanly shoot off his middle finger. Oh, which was so. Oh, oh I love that. That I was iconic. Too. Shooting, yeah. he flips her off. She shoots off his middle finger. I love that. How do I turn off the goddamn bomb, asshole? Oh, That's when he gives button. her the finger. <laughs> she shoots off the finger. Shit. 
So she no. wants him to stop it. He says, press the red one. She looks at it. There's three red buttons. All of them are red ones. Which one? So he's still with it like 14 seconds to go and he's still trying to talk her into like this is a good idea let's just blow everybody up let's just be real all of these exchanges take way longer than the time allowed true for sure for sure for sure does it feel like it does so he lunges she shoots he like oh no yes which red button press the one in the middle to turn it off if that's what you really want you know what i want babe (sighs) what cool guys like you out of my life stops it at four seconds so she shoots him he stabs in with the knife in his hand into the top of the bomb it stops at four seconds Mm -hmm. she goes up all i don't know wait yeah she goes up to the gym right she thinks it's all over she goes outside and there he is which what the fuck where did he come from he's shot and all kinds of shit so then they have another little exchange. He gives her props, right? Basically for having power. Power I didn't think you had. Now that you're dead, what are you gonna do with your life? Oh, so then he reveals. Oh, right. He's the got bomb. the bomb strapped to him. And what she does, cool as fuck. Pulls Hell yeah. Pulls the out, sticks it in her mouth, and waits for the fucking bomb to go off. Yep. And then you <laughs> see her just all charred with her lit cigarette in her right. mouth. Walks back into the school, calmly regards Heather Duke, mm. who says, you look like hell. <laughs> I just got back. Without further ado, Veronica grasps her crown and uses it to tie back her own hair. Her crown being uh, it, the, the red scrunchie. scrunchie. Gives uh, her a big dirty kiss on the Yeah, cheek. she does. Veronica, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, Heather, my dear. There's a, a new, new sheriff, sheriff in, in town. town. Oh, we, then she grabs her. Yeah. Yeah. Like at that. Draws her into a dirty ass kiss. Right. Then she Get finds Martha face. Dunstock and basically asks her to, well, doesn't ask her to the prom. Like, My prom well, date she, kind of flaked on me. Right. I was wondering if you aren't doing anything that night. Maybe we could rent some new releases, pop some popcorn. <sighs> the end. I would like that. And that is the magical ending to Heather's, oh, but, God. but there was, was an alternate ending. ending. Tessa, tell us about the alternate well, the ending. the alternate ending, I think we figured out in the course of doing this whole thing, like in the research that we had and doing this, was that there was an alternate ending in which right. I think if, oh God, I need to remember it. Uh, there was one in which instead of JD blowing up, Heather does. Or not Heather. Veronica does. Oh, really? Yeah. One of them was that Veronica dies. But in another one was that the bomb goes off, everybody dies, and it harkens back to the conversation that JD talks about. like how We didn't talk about that. No, we didn't. That the only place that everyone can truly get along is in heaven. Right. Which he says in the boiler room. Which you wouldn't even think he'd believe in heaven and bitch. Right. If you kill everyone, you don't get to go to heaven. Right. But if you... Whatever. Everyone else would get along, but you so, don't get to be there. I mean, like, it's a nice sentiment that, uh, like, oh, everybody would get along in heaven. Like, the only place that social groups, different social groups... I guess. Maybe that's what he wanted all along. Right. But anyhow. So in death. In is death. the only time we can all get place. along. So in this other ending, everybody dies. We have another dream sequence funeral thing going on or whatever, like Heather Duke's funeral. And it's everybody getting along in heaven, which I don't know if I'd hate that. 
Like right. in the end, he succeeds and blows everybody up. I mean, I guess if that was the ending I saw when I saw it, well, I probably yeah. would have. If that was the ending I saw, liked when I it saw just it. as much. Yeah, if that was my first and only exposure to that. But there's something to that, though. Like, you know, in the thing that I read, like death all the, is the great equalizer. The, it is the great equalizer. Everybody does get along. Everyone's buried next to each other. You can't get you know get to choose. Right. It's whoever can afford the plot. So, I don't know. I kind of like that whole right. thing too, but I, I think if they would have released it now, not like they could, but I would hate it. So what about Heather's doomed us to be who we are, the people we are today? Mm. I would say it definitely fed into that bad boy fixation. Yeah. At a young a age that. that despite the bad ending and the right. fact that the bad boy well, did not turn out well, there was so much good, but. Mm, he had he his good damaged. points but yeah well that's yeah watching your mom kill herself is not well, a good way to start out but it makes damage look so appealing which is dangerous right and then um i mean well, i don't think i your... ever participated in any like super popular cliques that's for sure so i don't well, think and i guess that was like uh, like to have the clicky thing but to be able to like you know behead the queen Right. <laughs> like to have that person that made your life a living hell every day, whether right. you were I don't know part of I it had, or not. Yeah. I don't know out of that we had, or whatever. I don't know if it was because it was a different time or different. I don't know. Just different schools are different. But I don't remember there being a, an evil. <laughs> I mean, not they were no. evil, but they were kind of. I mean, they didn't really do anything nice ever. It was always well, something there pranking were, somebody. Basically. Right. There were people that were you know bullies or you yeah know, mean or whatever i so just like don't like to remember be able to do maybe that. i'm too old and i just don't maybe. remember well, someone will tell me somebody from high school will listen to this right. podcast like, and go bitch you forgot about right or like it's so much you worse now or it's so much better now i like i don't know yeah. i don't know what it's like to go to high school now thank god oh god right but like but yeah wanting to do that to topple the hierarchy of of high school or whatever would would have been fun yeah to to change all that to be the underdog that wins right is a theme i guess but yeah the bad boy to have witty dialogue like just face banter yeah the banter that's like you fall in love with banter in that movie that back and forth that like those quips i wish i was that quick right i'm not i'm always a victim of the ghost on the stairs Mm. Where you think about it afterwards, you always have the perfect thing to say after the argument's over. Right. So I think that might conclude our very first episode. I think it might. Of the Doom Generation. Right. You know, like you take the... If you never saw Heathers, you don't need to now. We walked you you through it. Yeah, I mean, you should still watch it. (laughs) You should watch it. There's a bunch of nuanced little points that we didn't get into, but It's offensive, Oh yeah, it's it's an 80s But no movie. more than anything else that came out in the 80s. Yeah, there's themes. Yeah. We covered them. If you're a teenager, you should definitely still watch Heathers. Oh yeah. If you were a teenager in the 90s or the late you should, 80s, you should, you should, should still watch Heathers, watch Heathers if you haven't. If you haven't. Yeah, that's I, I definitely recommend go back and watch Heathers. Yeah. So not every episode will be about movies. No, that's um, going to be lots of stuff. We'll lots be of little things. Anything. There, nothing's off limits. Anything we can think of. That, and I bet you'll remember it. Right. That we can remember that brings us some 
form of joy <laughs> or something <laughs> whatever little scraps of happiness we can find right and i bet you will find a problem with that too right so until next time yeah see you later losers later dealers <laughs>